This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio proudly presents The Glory of the Mass with Terry Ross. From the earliest roots of the Christian faith, music has played a central role in holy worship. For the next hour, let your spirits soar as we highlight selected pieces of beautiful sacred music from the rich history of the Catholic liturgy. Now, here's the host of The Glory of the Mass, Terry Ross. Welcome to the Glory of the Mass, a weekly program devoted to beautiful sacred music performed as part of the Catholic liturgy. I'm your host, Terry Ross, and in today's program, we'll concentrate on music for the 28th Sunday in Ordinary Time. And on Tuesday, we'll take our hats off to a wonderful man, St. John the 23rd, on his feast day, October 11, while also offering respect for St. Teresa of Avila, whose feast day is this coming Saturday, October 15th. Angelo Giuseppe Roncalli, who became Pope John XXIII, was Pope for five years, from 1958 to his death in 1963 at the age of 82. Roncalli was one of 13 children born to a family of sharecroppers in a village in Lombardy. After entering the priesthood in his early 20s, he eventually became a cardinal in 1953. His election to the papacy was not expected. He won on the 11th ballot. He then surprised those who expected him to be a caretaker pope by calling the historic Second Vatican Council in 1962. He did not live to see the Vatican Council to completion. His cause for canonization was opened in 1965 by his successor, Pope Paul VI, and in 2013, Pope Francis, bypassing the traditionally required second miracle, declared John XXIII a saint. He was canonized alongside Pope John Paul II in 2014. John XXIII today is affectionately known as the Good Pope, and in Italian, Il Papa Buono. Teresa Sanchez de Cepeda y Ahumada was a 16th-century Spanish noblewoman who felt called to convent life. Active during the Reformation, she reformed the Carmelite orders of both women and men. The movement she initiated was later joined by the younger Spanish Carmelite friar and mystic, John of the Cross. It led eventually to the establishment of the discalced, or shoeless, Carmelites. Forty years after her death, Teresa was canonized by Pope Gregory XV. She has since become one of the patron saints of Spain. However, not until 1970 did Pope Paul VI proclaim Teresa the first female doctor of the church. Teresa, who became a celebrity in her town dispensing wisdom from behind the convent grill, was also known for her raptures, which sometimes involved levitation. This was a source of embarrassment to her, and she bade her sisters hold her down when this occurred. Subsequently, historians and neurologists and psychiatrists have taken an interest in her symptoms, 
The fact that she wrote down virtually everything that happened to her during her religious life means that an invaluable and exceedingly rare medical record from the 16th century has been preserved. Examination of this record has led to the speculative conclusion that she may have suffered from temporal lobe epilepsy. When she died in 1582, her last words were, My Lord, it is time to move on. Well then, may your will be done. O my Lord and my spouse, the hour that I have longed for has come. It is time to meet one another. She was buried at the Convento de la Annunciation. Nine months after her death, the coffin was opened and her body was found to be intact, but the clothing had rotted. The body was exhumed again in 1585 to be moved to Avila and again found to be incorrupt. Now you might already know that in these programs we focus on the parts of the Mass that are traditionally sung by a cantor or choir. Of these there are ten. Five of them, called the proper, are in texts particular to a day of the church calendar, and five others, called the ordinary, whose texts are unchanging, are used at many different times of the church year. Such as today's Mass, the Missa Ave Maria, by the 16th century Italian composer Giovanni Pierluigi da Palestrina. I found beautiful motet settings for three parts of the proper. The other, the communion, will hear in Gregorian chant. And will also enjoy all five parts of the ordinary in the form of Palestrina's Missa Ave Maria. So let's get started with our introit, Si Iniquitatis, Psalm 129. O Lord, if you were to take into account our iniquities, who would withstand the test? We'll hear this in a beautiful motet setting by the English late Georgian composer Samuel Wesley. The singers are the men of the Portland, Oregon liturgical choir, Cantorus in Ecclesia.
That was today's introit, Si Iniquitatis, by Samuel Wesley. Now we shall begin Palestrina's Mass Ordinary with the Kyrie, Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy. The only part of the Mass in Greek rather than Latin. The performers will be the choir of King's College, Cambridge.
we've heard the Kyrie of Palestrina's Misa Ave Maria. In church, the Gloria follows directly, so we'll turn things over again to the choir of King's College, Cambridge.
That was the Gloria of our Mass Ordinary for today, Palestrina's Misa Ave Maria. And this brings us to the second part of our Mass proper, the Gradual. Our text today is Ecce Quam Bonum, from Psalm 132. Behold how good it is for brethren to dwell in unity. This will be performed for us in a motet setting by Anthony Holborn, an Englishman who lived about the same time as the first Queen Elizabeth. The performers will be Hesperian 21, Jordi Saval's peerless ensemble from Barcelona. was the motet Ecce Quam Bonum, or gradual for the 28th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Directly after the gradual comes a second reading, and then the Alleluia, the third section of our proper. Today's text is Qui Timent Dominum, from Psalm 113. Let those who fear the Lord put their trust in him. Here the composer is one of England's greatest, Henry Purcell, who lived in the late 17th century. His piece will be sung for us by the Sixteen. Amen. Mm-hmm. 
Hallelujah for today's Mass. Let those who fear the Lord put their trust in him in a setting by Henry Purcell. Next up in the order of the Song Mass is the Credo of the Mass Ordinary, the Nicene Creed. Here, with Palestrina's setting from his Misa Ave Maria, is the choir of King's College, Cambridge.
referred the Nicene Creed or Credo of Palestrina's Misa Ave Maria. And now, before continuing with our Mass Ordinary and Proper, I'd like to sneak in a motet by Palestrina, one that is very much in keeping with today's program, an Ave Maria, one of several he wrote with this title. The singers are the Sistine Chapel Choir, a group that Palestrina himself once conducted. was the motet Ave Maria by Palestrina. Now we shall continue with our Mass Ordinary, namely the Sanctus. Again, it's Palestrina's music sung by the choir of King's College, Cambridge.
That was a Sanctus from Palestrina's lovely Mass Ordinary for today. And this brings us to the final section of the Ordinary, the Agnus Day. Again, it's Palestrina's Mass.
was the Agnus Dei, or Lamb of God, of our Mass Ordinary for today, composed by Giovanni Pierluigi da Palestrina? Which means we're coming up on the last official bit of music of the Mass, the communion proper. Aufer ame opprobrium. Remove me from all scorn and contempt. This will be sung in traditional Gregorian chant by the Dutch ensemble called Wishful Singing. Was our communion proper for today, and with it, we must end today's program. I hope you've enjoyed the chant, the motets, and Palestrina's Mass, and I hope you'll tune in next week when we'll feature another Mass by Palestrina for the 29th Sunday in Ordinary Time and the Feast of St. Luke. You can listen again to this program or to any of our programs in this series and see our playlists by visiting our website at materdayradio.com. Once there, click on the programming menu and choose The Glory of the Mass 162. The Glory of the Mass is produced by Patrick Ryan for Mater Day Radio in Portland, Oregon. I'm your host, Terry Ross, wishing you a blessed Sabbath. This has been The Glory of the Mass with Terry Ross, a weekly examination of the beautiful music of the sacred liturgy of the Catholic Church. For more information about this program, including a playlist from today's show, visit The Glory of the Mass online at materdayradio.com. 
The Glory of the Mass is produced at the studios of Mater Dei Radio in Portland, Oregon. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.